Well, hey, welcome back to the North Florida Sports Network. Good morning and happy Tuesday to you. We got a great NBA playoff reaction for you today. As the Heat are up now 3-1 over the Knicks as they pulled off the Game 4 win last night. The Lakers held off the Warriors 104-101 in what looked like a Golden State Warrior win. But the Lakers hung around and took it in the end. We got Justin on to react to all that. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. The podcast is available everywhere. Tweet the show at the NFLSN. Email me at Austin at the NFLSN.com. Keep it locked. Let's get it started. Happy Tuesday. We got an NBA reaction for you. The Heat were able to beat the Knicks. Again, I think the Knicks played their best game possible, but they still lost. We got Justin on the line to talk about it. So what did you see last night? You're you're absolutely right. Uh, the Knicks played the best game they could play. Yeah. They shot, they shot 50% from the field, 40% from three, and still... Still lost, dude, and and not even like last second buzzer beating right. miracle shot. I mean, the Heat were in control of the game right. again from tip, man. I mean, the first quarter was nice and back and forth. That was the last uh, last right. time the Knicks had a lead was in the first quarter, like a one point lead early in the first quarter, and it looked like it looked like it was going to be a back and forth down to the wire nail biter, but. The Heat again, they, yeah. they they pretty much kept it between five and ten point right. lead the majority of the game. That experience really just showed up because like you said, the Knicks really played well. They had three of their guys above twenty points again. But like I think it was about what, like an eight point lead for the Heat the whole game. Every time the Knicks looked like they were gonna make a run, the Heat answered. Every single time. Yeah, but there was a couple times in the second half where the Knicks got it down to one, two, three points. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they did, the, it, it would seem like there'd be a turnover. And then the Heat would hit a three, yeah. then get a stop, then hit a two, and they're up by seven again. Yeah. Uh, it it, it got to have been so frustrating for the Knicks when, when you play that good. Yeah. And then every time you're like, all right, here comes our run. It's just like somebody kicked you in the shin with like some cowboy boots. Right. Just, take, <laughs> take, just take it all away. And then I, I would be remiss if, of course, I didn't hop on my boy Jimmy Buckets yeah. with two of the most exciting blocks yeah. you'll see. I didn't know he was uh, Matumbo down there, too, but he can do it all. Yeah, there, there's nothing that guy can't do. I, I, I'm convinced the Dolphins need to get him on the field. <laughs> I mean, maybe he could pitch for the Marlins. Yeah. I mean, like at this point, dude, there's, there's nothing he can't do. He's a, he, I mean, again, another efficient stat line from Butler. I mean, nine of 17, you know, he hit a three. He, had, he also had 10 assists, a couple of blocks, three steals. And he's just all over the place. Um, Bam out of Bayou showed up a little bit in the first half though, didn't he? He, um, he really is what kept us going there in the first half. Cause Jimmy wasn't, uh, Jimmy felt kind of off. Like, well, maybe not off as much as he was, uh, he was more facilitating right. than uh, than taking charge of the game, and and Bam, that if that's the Bam out of bio right. we get for the rest of the playoffs, then 
man, we got a shot at beating anybody. Man, that 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 that's true, man. You need him to step up if you're going to do anything, like win anything. Um, you'll get by the Knicks, but are you going to be able to beat the Celtics next round if they make it? Or you know, are you going to be able to get if you happen to get to the NBA Finals? You know. Are you going to be able to hold up against the Lakers or the Warriors, whoever wins that series, or the Suns? But we'll find out. Um, man, you know who's impressing me? Uh, did you see, you know, like guys like Caleb Martin, you know, are 25 minutes, Gabe Vincent, 22 minutes, Max Struess, 36 minutes last night, shot up, hit four out of 10 for three. I, mean, I, you, I love Max Struess. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I love Max Drews because not only does he hit those threes, but yeah. he also he also drew a couple of big charges, yes. including the charge that fouled out Julius Randle. That's course. right. Yeah, and these guys, man, these are these are these undrafted guys that you never really heard of, and they just they the Heat find these guys, they develop these guys, and now they're key contributors for in a playoff run, and it, it's really cool to see. You don't see that in a lot of other NBA teams. No, that's mostly an NFL thing where the undrafted guys end up being, you know, being really good players. In the NBA, you don't really have that very often where yeah. your your undrafted guys come in and, and give you 20-plus in the playoffs consistently. Right. Well, um, you know, I actually stayed up and watched the uh, Warriors and the uh, Lakers, and the Warriors looked like they were going to even things up, but then – out of nowhere, speaking of Miami, former Miami Hurricane Lonnie Walker scores 15 points, all of his 15 points in the fourth quarter to help the Lakers come back and take game four to go up 3-1 in that series. 104-101. Tell us a little bit about Lonnie Walker. Well, Miami's clearly a basketball town. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know what else to say at this point. It's, it's been the weirdest couple of years stretch here. Um, but yeah, Lonnie, I remember when Lonnie Walker, he only played one year at Miami Okay. <clears throat> and, um, and I remember watching him that one year and uh, just looking at him seeing like, all right, that guy's a pro right? for sure. And then as the season went on, I'm like, oh shit, this guy might be an all-star mm-hmm. in the NBA. Then he got drafted by the Spurs. I was like, oh my God, perfect. It's perfect. This guy is the next Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. And then I wasn't even sure he was in the league after a couple of years because he was not getting it done in uh, in San Antonio. I don't know what it was. I don't know if he didn't fit the system or he was just slow developing because he's got all the pieces. He's a, you know, a lanky athletic guy with a good jumper Mm -hmm. and not just last night, but uh, the game before he played really well for the, uh, for the Lakers coming off the bench. Right. And, um, and I think you had said it when we were just chatting before, um, is a prime example of staying ready. Right. Cause yeah. he lost his start and job. He started this year as, you know, one of the starters. Uh, and when they disassembled their team essentially and got rid of Westbrook and did all that, he pretty much lost his spot in the rotation. It wasn't playing much and he's starting to get some minutes these past couple games and he, He's damn sure making the most of them. Yeah, he is. I know that LeBron was – he was the first name he mentioned in the post-game interview was Lonnie Walker. Him and uh, AD were just giving him mad love after the game. This Laker team, gosh, man, you come from like – they look like just complete garbage in the beginning of the year. But ever since the trade deadline, they've been the best team in the NBA. 
it's really strange to see because they were really bad yeah. with Westbrook on that team. Yeah. <clears throat> it's amazing how one guy who is actually really good <laughs> can bring your team down so much. Yeah. And that, that, you know, they replace a, you know, a surefire Hall of Famer and Russell Westbrook right. with D'Angelo Russell, Hitchy Hachimura, or whatever right. his name is. <laughs> Um, you know, Hillbilly Kobe, Lonnie yeah. Walker, and now all of a sudden they, they look damn near unbeatable. Yeah, they look good um, because the Warriors were throwing haymakers last night, uh, Steph in particular. And to, that's the that's the kind of game, both games last night by the Heat and the Lakers, that's a game where, you know, the other team, the road team was down 2-1. They brought the energy. They were ready to win that game. It, I was really impressed at – by the Lakers and the Heat, by able to keep that energy up and like hang around and win the game in the end. Yeah, and because you, you knew they were both teams, like you said, were going to come out firing. Their yeah. their seasons are essentially on the line. Right. I mean, it's the and, defending champs. Yeah, and both teams, both the Heat and the and the Lakers, were able to withstand. Uh, you know, a barrage from these teams. And, he, and again, we're in the second round of the playoffs. These right. are good teams. Right. And, and both teams, uh, both the Heat and the Lakers were able to withstand it, uh, hold on for the win and go up three, one, basically stranglehold on their series. And, oh my God, am I getting a little bit ahead of myself, but I am so excited at the possibility of the Heat versus LeBron in the finals again. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that, I mean, that that was the matchup in the bubble. And, you know, I remember you telling me in the beginning of the playoffs about Tyler Hero. You're like, well, he's gone if, until they get to the finals. And I'm like, dude, an eight seed, it's not happening this year, man. Come on. But you look, fast forward to right now, it, they're in a good position. You know, they have this series locked up. It's over. The Knicks aren't coming back. So they have either they have to beat the Celtics or the Sixers. And you said you want the Sixers more, but still. You know, they're one series away from getting to the NBA Finals. And even though I would prefer the matchup with the Sixers, Mm -hmm. I don't see either the Sixers or the Celtics at this point beating the Heat. Oh, on a mission. I I don't see it, man. I mean, the Celtics still always concern me because Jason Tatum is just over-the-top talented. And in the NBA, typically... If you got the best player on the court, the most talented player on the court, typically you win those series. Yep, it's true. But but the way the, all these guys for the Heat, the Max Struces and the Gabe Vincents and the Caleb Martins, and oh, God, man, again, got to throw this one out there. How about that throwdown dunk Caleb Martin had in the fourth? Oh, man, that was great, dude. Really, oh, man, was that awesome. Yeah, he really threw it down. Like I said, man, the Heat, they're on a mission, man. Oh, that I think that's our ride, but we – we got a little bit. Um, how do you? We got games tonight. We got the Heat. They're up. We, tonight we got. I'm sorry. It's early in the morning. Okay. The yeah, Sixers. The Heat again tonight. Yeah, I know. The Sixers <laughs> and the Celtics have game five tonight. That series is tied at two. And they also have Denver Phoenix tonight. That series is tied at two. Who do you got winning both those series? I got. I gotta still stick with the Celtics. Yeah. In, in the East, and and I'm going to go the same way with the with the West. I'm going to pick the team with the best player, and that's Kevin Durant. 
and Devin Booker has just been on it. Man, he has, dude. He's like playing like a video game, dude. He really is, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's averaging 36 in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, and I mean, he's so efficient. His stroke is so nice. It looks like it looks like a video game. It's like he's on fire, like NBA Jam or something. Yeah, then you got the uh, you got the owner trying to pick fights with Nikola Jokic. Uh, on the <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, saw that. That was interesting. You know, and he like flopped too a little bit. Oh, he did a great <laughs> flop. He did. Rick Flair would have been proud of that flop, man. I'm surprised he didn't. You know, Gosh, Rick Flair's little stumble around and all face first to the ground. Yeah. Flopping has been, it's taken a whole nother life for itself. I, one, I do not want to be an NBA official. It feels like, I mean, all these players are now freaking thespians. Like, they're all flopping. They're all trying to get the foul. And it's just freaking almost impossible to be an official in the NBA now. And on top of that, they're all aliens right. at this point. They, you know, this isn't the NBA where, like, Charlie Ward can be, uh, you know, play for 15 years and right. make the all star team. No, you can't be 5'11 and run the point anymore. You got to be 6'6. Six, six. Well, hey, man, we got uh, those games tonight. We'll, we'll watch them and we'll react to them and we'll talk to you tomorrow. So thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next time right here on the North Florida Sports Network.